Crown of Thorns by Iris Bluefig. Chapter 19 Penance That can't be right, said Crowley, staring out of the window. What's today? Friday, Aziraphale replied from the sofa. Sit with me a while. You're restless. No, I mean the date, Crowley clarified, squinting. I count five of them. Crowley, it's the 13th. Please, just come here. You'll miss the show. It's September, Crowley said, beckoning for Aziraphale to join him at the window. And sod the show. Who, I ask you, who lays eggs in September? My dear, what on earth are you talking about? The Mallards, said Crowley. They've finally turned up. Goodness, said Aziraphale, rising. He bumped his thigh off the armchair in his haste to get past it, cursing under his breath. It's been two years, hasn't it? No, three, Crowley said, leaning on the window sill. He reached back and touched Aziraphale's thigh, halting any chance of a bruise through the layer of cotton twill. Look at them. Balls of fluff on legs. Makes me think of spring in St. James's Park. I count six, said Aziraphale, bringing the back of Crowley's hand up to his lips in silent thanks. They're quite small, a day or two old at most. And just milling about all on their own, the poor things. It's odd of the parents to leave them unattended. It's quiet out here, said Crowley. Safe, remember. I think Mum and Dad know that. They're probably off looking for food. I saw a few ducks paddling in the sea at low tide last week. We've also acquired a pair of noisy, contentious swans. No cygnets. We ought to feed them. Aziraphale replied, already heading for the kitchen. He rustled around in the bread box, presumably for the croissant left over from breakfast. Crowley followed him outside, not bothering with shoes. The weather was unusually warm, if breezy, which likely accounted for the ducks breeding out of season. They stood at the edge of the rise, watching the six tiny brown and yellow creatures amble through the grass. They pecked fretfully at the sandy soil, and Crowley couldn't help but hear distress in the soft, pathetic peeping sounds they made. It was to his credit, he hoped, that he'd never dunked a duck as young as these. Give me some of that, he said to Aziraphale, reaching for the bag. Don't scare them off, said the angel, handing him a squashed croissant. Crowley crouched in the grass and scooted forward, finally settling down cross-legged when he'd achieved a distance of about three feet. Several of the ducklings had quieted and were looking at him, watching with intense, uncertain curiosity, as he flaked off a bit of the croissant crust and crumbled it between his fingers. Here, Crowley said, reaching out to sprinkle it as near to them as he could. One of the ducklings stretched its stubby wings and toddled forward to investigate. They're so awkward, baby birds, Crowley thought, as he watched it gulp down a flake of crust. The duckling nosed at another piece, burbling to itself as if pleased, and three of the others quickly followed suit, snapping up the remainder of the flakes. 
Those two aren't so sure, said Aziraphale. Toss some a bit nearer. What happened to not scaring them? Crowley asked, sticking the croissant in his mouth. He scooted forward a bit more, by now less than a foot away from the four that had quite happily polished off his initial offering. They blinked at him placidly, chirping amongst themselves as he crumbled another bit of crust and sprinkled it nearer to the hesitant pair. Look, he said. See? There's plenty to go around. One of the two wayward ducklings sidled up to the croissant bits and nosed at them with inquisitive deliberation. The remaining one gave in to temptation, scuttling past its more cautious sibling to snag several pieces in quick succession. The other four, catching on, practically stumbled over each other to get there. Aziraphale murmured something that sounded suspiciously like precious. Crowley ignored him, crumbling an entire handful this time. He sprinkled it directly in front of himself, folded his hands around what was left of the croissant, and waited. The ducklings, having got coordinated, swarmed the fresh patch of flakes. Don't make them fight for it, Aziraphale chided. They'll gorge themselves. Their beaks aren't very well suited to gorging at this stage, Angel. Crowley pointed out, unable to suppress a smile as he watched one of them struggle with a larger flake. It quickly gave up. Not till they're grown, anyway. Oh, dear, said Aziraphale, and it wasn't till something that was scaly and fluffy all at once scrabbled at the exposed arch of Crowley's foot that he realised why. One of the ducklings perched there, wobbling slightly. It squeaked at him. Crowley tore off a soft white shred of croissant innards and held it out. The duckling gulped it down and climbed unsteadily onto his ankle, tripped up slightly by the hem of his jeans. Crowley reached out instinctively to steady the youngster with one cupped hand. The duckling paused, nibbled on the tip of Crowley's thumb and decided the curve of his palm was as good a place as any to huddle for warmth. This is ridiculous! said Aziraphale, in faintly amused disbelief. Crowley heard a series of muted clicking sounds behind him, but he couldn't tear his eyes away from the crowd of five more ducklings that had scrambled up to cluster around his bare feet and rather clumsily attempt to follow their sibling to where it rested on his calf, still sheltering in the curve of his hand, which he dared not move. Um, he managed. A little help? Several of the more athletically inclined ducklings had scrambled their way up almost to his knee. At this rate, there was a very real risk of them falling. He dropped the mangled pastry and used both hands to herd in the soft, nippy gaggle. A few huddled in the space between his thighs and bit off pieces of the abandoned croissant. "'Smile, my dear,' said Aziraphale, stepping in front of Crowley. He held the blackberry he'd acquired the week before out of arm's length, grinning smugly at the screen. A pinpoint of red light next to its camera lens winked on and off, taunting him. If this ends up on YouTube, said Crowley, stroking one of the duckling's fuzzy head, you're not getting any for a week. And as you know, my definition of any is pretty broad. Guiltily, Aziraphale tucked the phone back in his pocket. 
Crown of Thorns will continue in Chapter 20. <laughs>